Hello, everyone. This is week nine of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast, and I'm Sterling Hammer, your host, and my co-host Lee Panic. Uh, we bring you back. We bring you this podcast on eight sixteen twenty twenty. Another week of twenty twenty. We've all survived. Um, um, it's another week where we bring you another movie. This week we bring you a movie by me. So expected to be dumb and expected to have some corny romance. Yeah. Um, this week we are wa- we watched Land of the Lost. Um, mm-hmm. I love this movie, <laughs> and as most of my movies have gone, <laughs> my friendly Paddock loved it also. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. This is gonna rank. He didn't his... take a single negative note about it. It's gonna rank as one of my favorite films of all time now. Thank you for showing this film to me, Sterling. I'm glad it changed your opinion about Will Ferrell, didn't it? Oh yes, <laughs> yes indeed. All right, everyone. As we usually say, spoiler alert. Uh, let's get into this. Let me read you guys the synopsis of this movie. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> oh, On the back of this DVD box, <clears throat> comedic, comedic genius Will Ferrell stars as. Has-been scientist Dr. Rick Marshall, who gets more than he bargained for when his expedition takes a wrong turn in the land of the lost. Now Marshall, his crack-smart research assistant, Holly, Anna, Anna Farrell, and a redneck survivalist named Will, Danny McBride, have no weapons, few skills, and a questionable smarts to survive in a world full of ma- marauding dinosaurs, fantastic creatures, and laugh-out comedy. Well, <laughs> laugh out loud comedy. Damn, Lee, you're right. I forgot the loud because this movie is definitely loud. <laughs> uh, yes, this movie's fire emoji, fire emoji, speaker box. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I I picked this movie. I watched this movie back, probably back in like 2011 era. I watched it on on uh, on demand for free. <laughs> That's how I discovered <laughs> it. And then I would, in the future, buy the DVDs. Support. Um, Bought that in 2017. You just opened it, actually. Yeah, I opened it for this movie, <laughs> for this podcast. Because for the longest time, I had uh, before I moved to the when when I was living with my mom, we had a DVR box, mm-hmm. and I had it DVR'd on there, and I would just rewatch it on that. So I never needed to open up the DVD. But then when I lost yeah. the DVR box and lost all those movies, I was like, oh, God, I got to get these DVDs and keep this collection. You know, <laughs> real important things to do. He's got to build up his collection of fine films. Mm, uh, Lee likes, the, <laughs> likes them better every week. <laughs> like a fine wine. Oh, God. <laughs> um. Well, let me just give you a little, a little rundown of these of this uh, movie, little facts. This movie, there was, a, uh, as my <clears throat> co-host has told me before this podcast, this movie had a lot of hype behind it. And um, from the box office and budget, it did not hit. <laughs> the box office was $68.8 million with a budget of $100 million. And this is in 2009. Yeah. And we uh, something we kind of like uh, kind of came to the realization during the movie was this. This was a 3D movie. This was 2009. This mm-hmm. was during the era of 3D. So I guarantee yep. at least 20, maybe 40 million of that money went towards 3D cameras. Right. I think because it was so expensive. 
That was the the era of like shitty movies because they made every movie bloated with 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Or wasted budgets on 3D things that like, why is Harry Potter 3D? What's happening right now? Oh, yeah, I had a pretty bad experience. Yeah, didn't you get a headache from it? Yeah, I get a headache from 3D movies. No, it was just lame. Oh, yeah. The 3D didn't even really kick in until, like, halfway. Yeah, because the the movie movie wasn't made for 3D. And this movie, there's a couple scenes, like, oh, the dragon, or the dinosaur's tail whips in your face. Right. But I don't really ever feel like, oh, this would have been, like, a good 3D movie. No. But I bet it was advertised as such. And this was, I think this was before uh, Avatar came out. The... The oh, James Cameron film. Not, yeah, yeah. Not Avatar. That's the, the one that popularized it, but that's the one that was like, oh, well, it can, it can, it can it actually well. be good. Yeah, it can actually look beautiful. I, I didn't actually see uh, Avatar in 3D. I know. I always wish I had. I guarantee, if the second one comes out ever and it's popular, <laughs> they'll probably re-release it in 3D. Yeah, the first one. If theaters get to come back. Oh, please, because then our podcast (laughs) doesn't have a future. I would hope so. (laughs) Just kidding, everybody. We definitely have a future. Keep listening and keep following. (laughs) Boop, boop, boop. (laughs) Um, This movie was directed by Brad Silbering. Silberling, I think. Silberling, yeah. It's kind of like my name, but weird. (laughs) Um, uh, He got his first movie was Casper. Yep. Um, I think everyone our age. Mid twenties, remembers that movie. Casper, That's definitely the our era. Ghost. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ! If you haven't seen that, did you even have a childhood? <laughs> um, he did a couple other comedic movies. Basically, like this, this is what he does. This is his lane. Um, the movie was starring Will Ferrell, obviously. Yes. Um, I love Will Ferrell. I mean, I get it. Lee does not like Will Ferrell, but that's like. The clear example of our difference in like fa- like um, the uh, type of movies we like. Yeah. I love Will Ferrell movies. I love Step Brothers. I love I Old School. I love Old uh, School's not bad, uh, but he's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and he's hilarious in it. Um, I love Talladega Nights. I hate that movie. I love Land of the Lost. I know you hate Talladega Nights. <laughs> Too bad you've already seen it, so we'll never have to. Yeah. I watched that a long time ago, and I was like, "This," because I was like, "I like, I like Anchorman. I think that's probably one of my favorite like comedy movies. Actually, I really like." Anchorman. Oh yeah, and I love Anchorman. Yeah, um, and I was, and it was from the same team, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is gonna be fucking hilarious, and then I don't think I laughed once. Oh, my God. I was, I mean, you saw, I was cracking up during the movie. No, I don't think we ever watched it together. Oh, sorry. What movie were you talking about? I was a little <laughs> distracted. You were talking about Talladega Nights. Oh, that one. I mean, okay, but I mean, it's all, I laughed my head off during that movie, too. That movie right. has some hilarious scenes. When he thinks he's paraplegic, and he stabs himself with a knife, and he's running around. Ah! <laughs> I Have I you ever seen, uh, there's this one movie where he plays like a, basketball player yeah the the minor leagues semi-pro yeah he like was like trying he was like the most famous minor league player and he was trying to save the league that movie i never saw that one fully but that one was it might be one of the worst movies i've ever seen yeah i don't remember seeing that movie i like the ice skating movie he did oh blades of glory Glory. that one's a good one the one that's referenced in that uh Jay Z and Kanye West song, yeah. which I won't say the <laughs> title of. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I love him. I mean, this was a this was a good movie. This is just just him being 
retarded. This it's is just... a typical Will Ferrell performance. Yes, and then the other uh, someone, the other one of the other leads, Danny McBride. This is Danny McBride being Danny McBride. Both of them. That's what Danny playing does. the same Danny characters McBride they is, always play. Well, because I mean, that's what they are. They're comedic actors. You want to see Will Ferrell doing like a serial rapist? You want to see no. Danny McBride being like an action star? A serious one? Well, he, he tried, I guess, with Alien Covenant. And yeah, it was a kind of a joke. Yeah, I mean, you don't want He's that. He's basically you playing the serious version <laughs> of the character that he plays in this movie. Yeah, you don't want that. You want Danny McBride to be Danny McBride. You want Will Ferrell to be Will Ferrell. You know, I, l- I love Danny McBride in uh, the show Eastbound and Down. I never watched that, but I do. I mean, it's another actor I love. I yeah, Danny McBride. Show, Probably would because he's an asshole douchebag. I think that's why I didn't watch it. Because I liked it. <laughs> I liked. Uh, did you ever see the movie that he had with um, um, Natalie Portman and um, Jesus? Who's the guy? Um, he played uh, the guy in the movie uh, uh, The Room. He plays in The Room. You know the movie Room. Room. You mean you know the movie that um, Brie Larson. Or are you talking about, you can't be talking about The Room. Yes, The Room. The movie of the making of The Room. Oh, The Disaster Artist? Yes. Who's the main actor in that one? James Franco? There you go. God, I fucking forgot it, and then there was a journey to get it again. But, yes, (laughs) with James Franco, Natalie Portman, and Danny McBride, where it's like a medieval movie. Oh, Your Highness. Your Highness, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of thinking about that movie. He plays like a medieval douchebag McBride. I've never seen it. I've seen it. You'd hate it. I guarantee you'd 100%. Oh, okay. Everybody, that's a uh, little foreshadowing one week. I mean, Mm. not next. uh, It's not going to be my next movie, but I don't think I even own it. But it will be a future movie. That'll be a good movie to show you. Uh, Oh, boy. Um, There's Anna Farrell. She's the female lead in this. I don't really know her in anything else. When I did a little research back on her, she's uh, her main highlight was she was in a British soap opera. Mm. She's been in a bunch of things, but like she's a BBC actress or a British actress, so she's done stuff over there. I figured. So she's hugely popular over there. So I think what the thinking was with her was like, oh, we'll get the European market by putting a popular European British actress on it. Probably like the best actress in this movie. Best, or best act- actor. Yeah. Per- because yeah. she's the only female in the movie. She's the only one. There's not many. There's the not much of a cast. seems ca- to be taking it seriously. Well, there's not much of a cast. There isn't. When you think about it, it's no. kind of funny. This ca- This movie has like, it, it has a big budget, but they didn't look like it was wasted, except for maybe the 3D parts. But like, well, there's some entertaining sets, like the, the all the stuff like in the desert. Yeah. And it looks like if they were trying to make it look how it, like the seventies, the show that this is based on. Yeah, kind of goofy. It looks like it was trying to be like that. They would discover like old timey stuff all the time, and mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. And the like, the slee slacks, they were actually slee Yeah, it was guys slacks. They were unless there were guys. thousands of them. They, they were actually there. But yeah, it was definitely yeah, it was guys in costumes. They had CGI like mouths where they like had like yeah, monster extra, mouths like extra teeth or but whatever. of course, um. The T Rex. The sets are all real, but you're not gonna have a real T Rex in this movie. Obviously, you know. Obviously, yeah. The gone are the days of you know Jurassic Park, where they would build a giant. You know, because that was the whole budget for the T Rex movie. Well, they also invented 
basically revolutionized CGI with that film, too. Yeah, and then you see it at play in this movie, clearly. And it doesn't look half as good as that, as Lee, Jurassic Park. Everyone, you're hearing Lee's racism. But I get it. They're trying to make it a little bit more cartoony or whatever. Fine. I kind of have, like, mixed feelings about, like, this movie being so expensive. Because I think the the, the uh, 3D was a big factor. I think so, but even then, if it was still like an $80 million movie, it's like... Will Ferrell's do, expensive. It, <laughs> Back then, that was like the height of That's his true. career. I think he would have been an expensive get. And then she would have been probably decently. Danny McBride would have been probably cheap. But then, and the SNL guy. We can't forget. About, one second, we can't forget the uh, the last person in this movie, uh, Jorma Tacone. Tacone. All right, please. The Chaka. SNL. Yeah, he's the SNL guy. He's Andy Samberg's friend. Mm-hmm. He's um, in the Lonely Island. Yeah, he's in the Lonely Island group. But yeah, what were you saying? Oh like the, yeah, how expensive but, it is and stuff. Yeah, it's like I feel like comedy shouldn't be expensive i feel like they were trying to make a big budget comedy because like look at the sets looked expensive yeah because they were well done sets and they really and they put a lot of work into the special effects it seems and it just and it's 2009 so yeah it's not perfect in times but yeah there was a scene yeah there were some scenes where i was like whoa i can see that's why this movie probably had so much product placement too was because you got to pay for this movie i know i think that just it's hard to get backers for a big budget comedy. Yeah, because you're. I think you're right. Big budget comedies don't work. You don't. We don't want the big blockbuster to be a comedy. No. I we, just, a yeah. comedy should be seventeen million dollars, and it's about four guys trying to go get tacos <laughs> while they're like on acid and weed, like or some stupid shit. Or yeah, just or be, a parody. Uh, yeah, it I should get, just I be get. like a simple setup and. Or, like, if you're going to make a movie that's, like, kind of like a fantasy, like, adventure kind of thing like this, make the, like, creatures and stuff look fake. Like, I would have loved if the T-Rex in this was, like, a, like a claymation, like, stop-motion thing where it looked kind of, like, like well, that's probably like actually Kong. more expensive than the CGI. Probably is actually. I was thinking about that. That'd be really... I mean, and so more the T-Rex time, is actually in this and movie And more time-consuming. I get it. But I don't know. I feel like, or maybe make some sort of like lame paper mache. You can't thing. be so lame about it. This is still a hundred million dollar movie. It'd be fun. That has four studios behind it. Be more, and I know it's based off of a, a property that you know has name recognition. It could, yeah. Be, but the, I mean, even the, the 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 original series was like low budget and super low budget. I mean, that looks like the 70s. you Everything can in the seventies laugh low at that show just like on an unintentional level. Yeah, and also, I mean, when you think about it, everything in the seventies was low budget. <laughs> like, yeah, just like things were low budget back in the day. Yeah. Wasn't much time. I mean, it was like Jaws where they started spending hundred million dollars on movies. Well, no, that movie even then like. What was expensive then was like that movie started off as I know we're getting off tangent here, but that movie started off as like a four million dollar movie, and then when things started going off the rails, it became an eight million dollar. Oh yeah, movie. it made a hundred million, which was, was like Whoa. yeah, yeah. And this movie did not do that. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I I get where you're coming from, but I I I still like it. Uh, I, I still know. thought this was an entertaining movie. Um, that's fine. 
you know. It's a perfect own. movie for me. Like this movie kind of defines the movie I movies I like. It really is. I mean, my bread and butter because I like a I do <laughs> like things different than different things than this. But my bread and butter, I like the dumb romance, the dumb comedy, like the simple nature right. of it. Like it's just something you don't have to think too. I'm hard just gonna about. laugh so hard, like when he's you getting were. the blood sucked out from a giant mosquito, and he's just like, <laughs> he's trying to stick the song, and he blacks out. I, I didn't like that scene, but you know what I did like? I liked the payoff, which was the next scene when they're wake when he woke up in the morning and he had that giant, giant bug boil. bite. Like, yeah, it looks so horrifying. Yeah, I was like, oh okay, that's kind of funny because like, like they, st- they didn't just ignore it. Like oh, that never happened. <laughs> exactly. Like oh, he's got this big old horror because there's like a hole. It looks horrible. <laughs> there's some horrible looking things in this movie a little bit. Ice cream man gets ripped apart. Yeah, that scene was like weirdly dark, and I was like, "What is what is up with this movie?" But it wasn't gory. Like you see his arm. It wasn't, not, like, but blood. it's still dark. And yeah, like, you see his CG CGI arm fly out with no blood. It's like, what the? F- what is happening in this movie? I felt like my biggest problem with this movie is that I thought it was aimless. I felt like it was like I no thought that's plot. what you would like, yeah. Like they set up like they have to save the universe, right? Well, I guess it's sort of like a a decoy. I mean, they ultimately they do save the universe from my favorite character in the film. Uh, we'll get into him just a little, a little later, um, but yeah, like he uh, he's told like. Will Ferrell's told, like, you are going to save the universe. So you'd think there'd be, like, a, a forward like, momentum. Like, All right, I got to do the thing that uh, it's good. I'm going to save the universe. Well, but I guess what I think they were trying to do was sort of subvert your expectations. Oh, but the guy who has to save the universe is a buffoon. Yeah, that's the whole thing. He's the one, yeah, he's the only one who could save the universe. He's the only scientist that actually believes in this science that's actually real and actually might do the thing he's talking about, like save us from fossil fuel problems but or whatever. But by dumb luck, he's... But yeah, he's a doofus dum-dum. He's Will Ferrell. He's just a Will Ferrell character, and that's what I didn't like about If he was, if this were played by any other like actor who could sort of Play a likable buffoon. Ugh, he's a likable buffoon. He's not a likable buffoon. How is he not a likable buffoon? I'll tell you who's a likable buffoon. Uh, Bruce Campbell in Army of Darkness. But he wouldn't do good in this movie. I think he'd be he's great in this old. film. He's He's like 77,000 years old. Maybe if they made this movie 10 years earlier, I'd, it would be great. It'd look like dirt. I don't I don't think so. I think 2001 be, it would look like or 1999 it would look like dirt. There'd be more practical effects. It would sort of be it what I would want it to be. Effects. Which is like a cheap sort of like chintzy like, you know, just laugh at this. So you can enjoy it and the 13 people who are like you. Yeah. <laughs> you just want all movies to be niche movies that are like, oh, they fit all my little criteria. No. The 14 people will like each movie. So studios make nothing. No, I get it. I I totally get it, but it just it just annoyed me, and it just like yeah, it was just where like this. I was always asking, where is this movie going? I I I I think it was yes. like it almost kind of had the. I'm sorry, uh, it's it, all over the place. It sort of almost had the tone of fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It even had a drug trip scene in it. 
Which I was like, what? Well, this is why we differ in like the thinking of who this movie should have been marketed for. I think this movie was marketed for I have a little bit of mid twenty year olds and for adults who want to take their slightly older children to a movie because this was PG thirteen. There's cussing, but not too much. It's more adult, so your kid doesn't go like, "Oh, you just took me to a fucking I... <laughs> bubblegum movie about the Care Bears." No, I took you this movie of Will Ferrell, and he says shit, and there's oh look, ceramic titties. You gotta go high five your son, <laughs> or you oh. some the dumb pack of to- four twenty five year olds or twenty two year olds or eighteen year olds who are stuck. And go, <laughs> I, I think that's think, who it was for. You are the one. Guess who what? That market didn't show up. Yes, I get it. But it was 2009. I think they'd show up now. But you couldn't do this movie now. No, you couldn't. Well, you well, could, but it would be a lot different. of the shit that you just it. wouldn't do this exact movie. This mm. movie had well a lot of things. I do have a little bit of interest. We'll talk about I have an interesting little bit of trivia. This movie was originally shot as an R-rated movie, and then it was. Edited down to a PG thirteen. Oh, I bet it was better rated R. Which it, I mean, it probably would have lost more money. Yeah, that's probably why they did that. But I wonder if there's like an unedited version out there. Maybe the deleted scenes are really like <sighs> raunchy. That, that sounds. Maybe fun. there was some gore with the the uh, the scene where the guy gets torn apart. Yeah, there could have been more gore. There probably would have been more nudity. Which, like, I don't think that would improve the movie at all. It would just make it really weird. I think it would have been weird. more for the market that I'm talking about, the 25 year olds. It, it excludes the market of taking kids to it at all. But Land of the Lost was a family show that people Yeah, but no one remembers 70s. Land of the Lost. I think no, they wanted to really. rebrand it. People remember the other show that the same creators uh, had going on, like uh, they had going on at the same time. It was. Have you ever heard of H.R. Puffin stuff? I heard of it, but I never I don't really know anything about it. Well, yeah, that's actually more awfully remembered because everyone thought it was like a weird stoner acid trip show. Yeah. Well, I think you got to think about the era this movie came out in. There's like some of the, like the beginning like scene, like there's recession talk. It's 2009. Like you're wasting taxpayer dollars yeah, during these Matt hard Lauer times. With Matt Lauer opens and <laughs> closes the movie. This movie was surprisingly sexist. Extremely. Like, even for people like us who are, like, not PC, it's like, whoa, why do they keep grabbing her tits? We're not, so easily offended, but we... Yeah, yeah. I was at a point, like, why do they keep grabbing her tits? They literally, yeah, the girl gets groped so many times. They're very sexy. Not not Will Ferrell, that's the thing. They make it so Will Ferrell, I think they kind of build up, like, the romance, like, oh, he's a good guy, he's just a buffoon. He would never did any of the. I don't think he's things. a good guy at all. Okay, yeah, except yeah. that well, he no one thinks he's weirdly, weirdly a good guy. Weirdly, he's not sexist towards. Yeah, her. he's not sexist. She loves him. Which she is, lost her. I, she got kicked out of Cambridge gross. for following him. I think it's gross. Every scene where you see him almost die, she fucking freaks the fuck out. Yeah, she loves him so much. She fucking when he dies, she actually thinks he dies. She goes and kills like a dozen green men. She sought him out. Yeah. And she motivated him to keep She's going. Like, I investigated your research. No. Yeah, she remotivated him in the beginning and halfway through the expedition. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I like the romance. I think it's funny when like they start making out, and she was like, "I wanted to do that since the beginning." And he's like, "We could have been doing this since the beginning." It's supposed to be like, "Oh, the, the doofus," and like all the dumb twenty-five-year-old doofuses who are watching, like, "Oh, the doofus." Like, yeah. That's why I like this movie, everybody, because I'm a doofus. <laughs> so am I, but... <laughs> but yeah, there was... Uh, back to the original point of that rant. Like, there was a lot of, like, sexism in this movie. A lot. Like, the end scene, it's like, oh, the harem of women. 
yeah, Danny gets, McBride. Yeah, Danny it's his gets gifts. Women trophies at the Basically. end. Basically. Or they're so like into him because like all the hairy ape men think they're ugly because they're they don't have hair, but then Danny McBride's like, oh no, they just look like humans. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Like the women are probably just more evolved in this tribe. <laughs> Good for him. Uh I mean the main reason why that the Chaka is even with them is because he was gonna he pooped in the well of the tribe. Yeah, he was gonna get executed. Is he pooped in the the well? <sighs> Maybe like I, that's not really explained, but I, yeah, whatever. I don't want to go on that rant. There's just like there's like different types of humor in this movie that I just don't think mesh. It hits all my funny bones. It feels though. like I love all the partly types of like humor. a Will Ferrell like sort of anchorman comedy type movie. It feels sort of like a. I think Judd- that was his influence. It's produced by um, the director of Anchorman, Adam McKay, who was originally going, well, was damn. offered to direct the film. Oh, I uh, wish he would have. I no. And it was rated R. Then it would have probably been really funny. I don't know. I just feel like this is a. This is this would have been like a fine like sort of like family movie like that with those journey at the center like yeah i like the journey at the center of the earth movies like it wouldn't find as like a generic like adventure movie but this was just like i liked it as much i liked it as like this honestly i was just sort of like i didn't hate this movie i was just sort of baffled by it yeah you were confused you don't you didn't hate it like you hated the lucky one it's not the worst movie ever (laughs) That's why it, this podcast has that title. Yep. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it. I was just, yeah, I was confused. I couldn't, I didn't know where this movie was going, and not in a good way, but in a way like, what is this movie going for, though? Like, what's the tone? Because then you, you have, like, moments where it's like, okay, like a seven-year-old could enjoy this. And then you see a guy get torn apart by raptors. And then you're like, okay, maybe like 13-year-old because you see that in Jurassic Park. And, you know, I watched Jurassic Park when I was seven, but, you know, I'm me. I grew up with a lot of, but like, all, really I watched shit, it, too. We all did. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, kids today are a little different. Okay, but this was 2009. Exactly. So... You can tell it's different from the fact Matt Lauer's in it. Fucking all the sexes, the really sexist. Yeah, you have jokes. like pop, like pop culture stuff that kids wouldn't really understand, and then you have. Like I don't some, think this movie was for kids. I I don't know who this movie was for. I said who I think it's. Before. I know I don't, but they didn't show up. So okay, doesn't mean it wasn't for it, them. It wasn't for them. But that doesn't mean that wasn't for them. There's a lot of movies that are made for certain audiences that don't show up. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good movies that, you know. It, it happens to oh, oh, quote-unquote bad movies, too, in, in your opinion. I'm, well, there's some obvious movies to why they don't make money. And I feel like this is one of those movies. This is one of those movies where I just don't think it hit any sort of target audience. Because like you and your niche weird fuck movies... This was a weird niche I, comedy movie for me. This hit my... I bet there are people that would like this movie, but there's not many. $68 million worth of people went, but... If it was I mean, they all liked it, obviously. <laughs> if it wasn't so goofy, if it didn't have Will Ferrell as the star, I feel like... <sighs> I love Will Ferrell. I feel like this movie would have been more successful. 
It would have just been a fine, just like, okay, well, it's another sort of generic movie where di- people get chased by dinosaurs and stuff, and they have to save the universe. Okay, whatever. The plot, the pl- what little plot there is in this movie. What this movie plot? barely... Going, the plot is to go, the, discover this, like, the tachyons... And they discover that, like, it the, immediately. The okay, that's how the show and begins, And then they're just too. wandering around... The world and yeah, because into they lose their device to get back home. Situations. So they're like, "Oh, how do we get back home in this weird world? Should we just what? What, what did you want them to do? Not find a cave to they survive? They actually fucking have to save the universe randomly, and then well, we're just stuck in this universe though. Boop a doop a doop. Yes, because and it's then revealed it, then that once the movie's like two thirds of the way through or whatever, I'm probably getting the math on that wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, they finally get back to the the main plot that I'm putting in quotation marks. But after they have a fucking, like, pointless drug trip sequence. But it's funny. I don't think it was funny at all. Uh, it belonged in a different the movie. The scene when they're, like, they're watching the giant crab keep running at him, and they're like, oh, oh, shit, man. And then the crab just falls into the hot water, and he, the, the hot water and he pops out like cooked crab, and they just eat it. It was kind of funny. But again... It felt like a joke out of a different movie. There's just a bunch of like weird little gags that I don't think fit all into the same movie. They built a motel. That was kind of cool, like a motel set in the sand. That must have been kind of expensive to okay. do. Okay, all the like technical stuff, the production aspects, production design, special effects, they put a lot of effort into that. Um, I wish they put more effort into the script. I mean, yeah, I mean, this movie does have a bunch of corny, corny scenes, like when he fist bumps the T Rex. Like the T Rex scene, I love that. It's one of my favorite scenes. I get it. You're just the whole time like, oh my god, it's so terrible. Okay, you're rooting the best scene of the movie because it's Danny McBride going like, oh my god. Okay, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. He comes in on a T Rex and he's just killing the whole Slee Slack army and he's just saying stuff like, oh god, it's a carnage. And it's just, and then like he's like, oh, it'd be only cooler if he slid down the tail like Flintstone. And it looked. And then it does it, it, but no, it looked cool and it was funny. And then it Not turns out he got pooped out of the T Rex that ate him. <laughs> oh, the poopy! He, he got, got poopy out, out of his And it was hilarity ensued, everybody. I just want to let you know that. Okay. And I this sat movie has some good quotes. And I sat there stone faced. Not me. I was just like a fucking laughing Buddha. Ha, 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 ha. Big, de- deep belly laughs. And I'll give you some of the quotes now. Uh, my favorite quotes of from this movie uh, that I like was able to look right down. Uh, Captain Kirk's nipples. <laughs> hey, Marshall, do you ever get tired of being wrong? Da, 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 da. I do. I really do. That's when he's like running away from this T-Rex that he's just been like taunting the whole time. He's like, oh, it's got the size of the brain, the size of a walnut. And the T-Rex throws him a walnut that's giant. And he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. And like, and then he's getting chased and he's getting chased because he's like, oh, yeah, they're too um there uh when two T-Rexes are fighting or dino- T-Rexes are fighting, there's no way nothing can break their attention. And it's like, unless you pour uh, dinosaur piss all over yourself, <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, sh- niggity goggities!" The dumbest scene, I think. 
<laughs> I know. And then there's, uh, <laughs> would you shut up? He is not going to tap that ass. Oh, God, you're right. He is totally about to tap that ass. <laughs> When he wa- they watch the two slee slacks or whatever, slee stacks. fuck, and they're like, oh yeah, one man show, let's watch this, and then it's a horrifying like, <laughs> and they're like, oh god, <laughs> they're shedding. That was kind of funny, I guess. And then but again, it just felt like a joke out of a different. The end movie. of my favorite scene, guys, real mature. Yes, he pooped me out. <laughs> Ugh. Oh man, that's the end of the segment of Sterling's favorite quotes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna enter Lee's notebook. Everyone, uh, handy dandy notebook time. It's Lee's notebook. It's Lee's well, notebook. Obviously, let's figure a point with in these, Lee's with notebook. your movies. I can't really take super extensive notes. Yeah, everybody. Let me just point out real quick. Sorry to interrupt you, no, Taylor Swift. Fine. Um, <laughs> in the beginning of this movie, you guys should have seen it. It was like a grad student watching like the documentary that he needs to write, the last documentary he needs to watch to write his thesis, like the end chapter of his thesis on. <laughs> yeah. he, he had a pen in hand, notebook open, staring at the movie, like, and it's fucking Will Ferrell with Matt Lauer going, like, smoking a pipe, like, yeah, yeah, Jane Marsh. And I was like, <laughs> I had to, like, pause the movie and tell him, like, okay, I get it. Take your notes. We love your notes. The notes are good. I love the notes. They're funny. I like to see the reactions. I like to see what you like about the movie and dislike about the movies. But hmm. sometimes you got to sit back and watch it like a movie. It looked like you were like dissecting it like a, like I said, like a grad student. Yeah. Uh, but it would have been a, I should have took a picture of it for it. The, the Instagram. But we haven't face revealed yet. <laughs> well, I guess we have since we're all tagged in it. But whatever, everybody. No, face revealed on the actual accounts. But okay, everybody. So I just wanted to give that. It was a funny little thing. So what? What little notes did you could you take for this movie? Well, um, something you want to talk about? I feel like we talked about a lot. Okay. Um, I really liked the villain in this movie. Uh, And you've never heard of his the name? Uh, the actor? No, no. What was the character's name? I forget. Oh, Enoch. Enoch. Yeah. Yeah, and he was played by John Bolin. A Canadian yeah, film actor. Yeah, his voice sounded really familiar to me. He might, I might have heard him in like, I don't know, maybe Batman the. He was in Before series. You Say I Do, Clear Cut, To Catch a Killer, Alien Thunder, American Heart, Jackknife, Rabbit, Blue. He looks like he's done a bunch of like low budget things, and like this one TV. made it. In. He was in Harold and Kumar. That might be where you remember him. Maybe somewhere he's in. I've voice seen him. There. I've seen To Catch a Killer, but I don't remember. It him sounds like that. he has a unique voice. He does, and. I just thought, like, uh, the little, like, inflections that he put on certain words. Yeah, like, the universe. Universe. Conquer. Yeah, he, they're <laughs> trying to conquer <laughs> trying the world. Conquer the world. Yeah, I, I, he, he's a, he, he is like, funny. He felt like. A, and it's a, a practical effect. He's actually in a suit. He's a sleaze stack character in, like, a little, like, toga or whatever. Yeah, he was the main villain. Like, it turned out, like. He was the real whole reason they. Uh, he opened the portal for them to get there in the Kills beginning. Kills Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, he killed Leonard Nimoy's character. Tag. Yeah, they <laughs> build him up as the villain. It was first. all the trick. It was the decoy. It, it was, was the plan. A, what a twist! Yeah, another uh, thing that uh, you you wouldn't do nowadays, and it was kind of like, oh, there's a reason why we stopped doing it. Was all the gay jokes. Oh yeah, like every like show tunes like up oh, gay. Oh, that's so gay. Like it's like, it's like. Uh, that's fun, like maybe in private groups now. Funny a little bit, but I don't know. It's 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 a 
move and culture that I think is okay. It just makes the character seem like a dick. Yeah, if everything's gay. Like when the girl, when that, yeah, when the girl says it, you're like, just like what? Yeah, she goes like, it almost feels like it's tunes? out of character. She's like, that's a little gay, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny then, but then it's like they do it over and over. But yeah. um, yeah, but yeah, the main villain, Enoch. he was good, Enoch. I like his name, Enoch. <laughs> Enoch the Conqueror. Yeah, I don't know. He just like felt like a character like out of a different movie, almost like he'd be like a character in that movie. Or in even like the book series of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, as you see, like I looked at his filmography, it looks like this was like the biggest budget movie he'd ever been in, mm. and I think maybe he really put like this is my one and final chance to really. No, he's an well, older actor. I'm talking about the character. Okay, yeah, yeah but I'm talking about the ca- character. Okay. Why he would have put the like such a good, done such like tried to do such a good job in what you deem like a dumb movie. No, and then yeah, that's yeah, he did a great job. I think he Honestly. wanted, like, I think he was like, oh, this is my chance, like, my only shot. This is the first movie I've ever been in that's a $100 million budget. Yeah. It must be so weird to be going, like, for, like, I don't know how long movies, nine months, a year go on. You go every day to this movie, but movie, you're <laughs> filming it, you get getting to know the cast and crew, you guys are like, oh, you're becoming friends or whatever. You know it's a big budget. You're like, oh, it's going to succeed. You're all talking about like, oh, man, when this movie succeeds because you got to talk positive. Right. And then it fails. <laughs> I know. Something you guys worked and poured your heart and soul into for fucking months. Just. And critics hate it. Audience. Something you went like, to eh. every day and now it feels weird. You're not going there every day. Just. And everybody is just like. Yeah, it's shit. And it's like. I worked real hard on that. <laughs> but. But. I thought I did a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> and then Will Ferrell got like 10 more movies and was like, never mind, I don't care. Give me they my money. They all flopped. No. Now he's doing Netflix movies. Hey, um, uh. So is Adam Sandler. What's that? Stepfather's movie. Stepfather's? Stepdaddy. Here, what was oh, that Here movie? Comes Daddy or. Yeah, something. We used to call it Here Comes the Daddy or something. Yeah, something like that. As but that joke. one, that one, the first one was a huge success. Boo. And then there's the here he had Mark today. Wahlberg. Okay, and the second one has Mark Wahlberg too, and has Mel Gibson and John Lithgow. Yeah, it's a, that one's funny too. And fucking, it's fucking Mel Gibson's in it. So I didn't see either one of those. Oh great, I shouldn't have said that. Everybody, we're gonna have a. If we do that, we're gonna have to do one week, and then I'll have to do both those movies <laughs> in a row, so you get the whole experience. I'll have to show you like. Part of a series, then. <laughs> no, you can't. Or, it's gonna be some horrible thing where it ends with a baby's head looking at me. Maybe. Of course, Lena's baby head. <laughs> I have not even shown you yet one movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I could say yeah, and he knows. Like, well, yeah, that is true. I will eventually show you a movie where a baby gets his head cut I'm off. Trying. I'm trying to. Well, no, I don't think I've ever seen anything that horrible, but. Um, I'm trying to. I'm surprised. You haven't seen, seen some weird one day obscure, I will. like Indonesian. I'm still, torture you know, I'm fuck still movie. trying to you know watch some some movies. I mean, I definitely have a lot of time. These Find days. movies for like. Do you want to show me? Oh yeah, for sure. There's so many. So I know. Many. I'm I'm not watching any new movies. I still have such a backlog of movies to show you. Yeah. But um, anything else in that notebook, bro? Uh, anything else about this movie you want to talk about? Let's see. Well, we kind of uh, addressed 
a lot of the things that I wanted to talk about, weirdly enough. I guess I'll say, like, I just hated the characters in this movie. <laughs> I thought they were all fucking horribly annoying. And what a thing to say. And just dumb and dickish and irritating and just, like... Even the m- lovable Mean-spirited. He was like uh, constantly <laughs> trying to groping, <laughs> groping or trying to like betray them. And he was like <laughs> humping her leg. He was humping Will Ferrell's leg. He, he had a harem of seven thousand women. He was just like he this, was a prince of their people. <laughs> he was just this unlikable little shit. <laughs> and like I was like, oh well, he po- he pooped in a well, and then he like. He get he was gonna get executed and then he he, he returns to the village and they're cheering for him. Yeah, he's like, Da-ga-ga! what 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 the fuck? That's what nothing I, was what accomplished. I'm thinking, if I'm gonna just somehow work my way through the weeds to explain that somehow, just as a fan, what I would think is maybe the people regretted killing their prince or trying to kill their prince. Um. For pooping in the well. Like, that's bad, but, like, maybe you could have punished him in a different way. Okay, everybody. Big news. Breaking news. Bam, bam, bam. Lee alert. Lee alert. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Lee alert. Lee alert. Lee remembered something. Let's go. What's in it? There's actually a couple of things that I Oh, goddamn, everybody. Here we go. Uh, Lee alert. Lee alert. Well, I didn't mean to derail, like, what you were saying. I was pretty much done with my poop well talk. Okay. Well, then there was one little tiny thing that I noticed Sort of in like the beginning of when they're like in the the t- the weird land of the lost world or whatever, and they're getting chased by the T Rex, mm-hmm. right? The uh, the female character, the female scientist character, Holly. Thanks, thanks for remembering the characters' names. Um, the female scientist character and the, the Will Ferrell kind of like leave not sort of they don't leave Danny McBride uh, they don't leave him behind but <laughs> he sacrifices himself sort of and then well, well because no the main villain tried to make it a choice no I'm talking like, about I'm he talking goes like you can't turn me into a choice I oh. set this up so <laughs> badly okay reset what are you gonna say basically what I wanted to say was they stole a a joke from the movie Jaws seems like they from what you were saying throughout this movie they stole a lot of things but Oh yeah, could have been inspired, inspired, inspired. Never mind. Not no, they, they kind of stole this joke. Inspired. Okay, so right. what I was trying to say was, there's a part where uh, oh, I remember the scene. They were they're trying to get a picture for of scale. the T Rex to prove that it's fucking, real. They make they say, hey, D- Danny McBride, go stand there so we can give it you know give it some scale, and it's the same joke that they have in Jaws when <laughs> Matt Hooper, uh, Richard Dreyfus has. Uh, Roy Scheider go out to the. He says, "Hey, go out to the edge of the boat so I can give, give it some scale." And he goes, "Foreground my ass. <laughs> I need something in the different. foreground to give it some scale." Well, it's a little different because um, Danny McBride's is like, "Yeah, get me," and he's like flexing because he's a dumb fuck. He's Everyone in this simpleton, is a dumb, redneck, annoying fuck. Oh. He's an asshole too. Oh, everyone's a dumb asshole. Oh. Except for the the girl, and she's just kind of boring and like again. She's a nice lady. Yeah, she's I boring. I think she's a nice lady. Okay, she's nice. That's her. That's her character. She's nice. All right. No, she's a scientist. She's the motivator. She's a scientist. She motivates. Keeps motivating. 
She's the only reason they ever got there because otherwise Will Ferrell would have kept just teaching in the tar pits. Okay, he probably deserved that because he's a dumb fuck. But then he actually did, I mean, in this universe, discover a great scientific breakthrough. By dumb luck. No, he put, uh, he invented that stuff. We just don't see the process of it. I mean, that's fine. I and mean, We don't have to see the process of he it. He wasted but. $50 million of taxpayer dollars. Dumb fuck. I, okay, but now I like him less. Mil- but he didn't, like not waste. That's way not waste. Not waste because he was able to, if they had just given him probably another $10 million, he would have made that device, nope. which would have got him there. Oh, well, they didn't, so. Yeah, which was their big fuck up. And then, remember, Matt Lauer can suck it and Lee Paddock. Everyone can suck it. He's just an annoying boob who didn't deserve any of the success that he got in this film. He just completely fucking irritated me. (laughs) Yeah, this was right after uh, Pineapple Express. No, well, I'm talking about Will Ferrell, not Oh, I thought you were talking about Danny McBride. Danny McBride annoyed me in this movie, too, but not as much because... I actually like Danny McBride a lot more. Um, his like his kind of comedic chops uh, are a little bit more uh, interesting to me. Yeah, you actually like that show. I mean, you like the Danny McBride character. Yeah. You just didn't like him in this universe. No, because I feel like this is like a toned down version. Um, yeah, a toned down version of Ke- uh, Kenny Powers. Um, yeah, because Kenny Powers had, didn't exist yet, right? I mean, no, this was uh, this is on around the same time as uh, Eastbound and Down, around the time that that show premiered. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was um, the beginning of his rise, and then his def- his fall was Alien Covenant. <laughs> his fall was. We haven't alien. seen him since then. Well, he wrote. He actually co-wrote that that new uh, Halloween movie, the new Halloween movies that are uh, going to be coming out. In Hopefully, the in theaters. foreseeable future. Yeah. We'll see about that. Uh, but yeah, Will Ferrell just—I—I I don't like that kind of screaming, kind of just loud, brash, over-the-top comedy. I like things that are a little drier. Uh, that's little, what Will Ferrell does. That's what he harsh. did in um, Anchorman. That's what he is in Anchorman. He's being loud and brash. But I feel like the jokes in that movie were a lot more clever, and it was before the glut. That's why I wish the man, who ma- the guy who directed those movies, directed this movie and yeah. wasn't just a producer. Now Adam McKay is making like these political, like weird, dark comedy movies, like The Big Short and Vice. That movie about Dick Cheney. That's sad. Movies no one ever wants to watch anymore. People don't want to watch because we get enough politics in our life. We don't want to go watch a movie about politics. Pretty much. Unless it's something like Idiocracy, which we need to watch. They need to make a new one of that so we can wake up <laughs> like a TV, people. Like a TV show. Like a horror show. Yeah, like, make it fully the, comedy. There's no real horror in it, but, brand, like, TV 14 horror. Like, well, the, because it's, like, a post-apocalyptic future. Well, yeah, the movie we're heading is, like, towards. one of the most terrifying films of all time. It is. Uh, the movie terrifies me. Because <laughs> you yeah. see it happening. We're seeing it happen, yeah. It's horrifying. But, uh, back to the movies, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I went on. Yeah, I think I said enough about how I hate Will Ferrell's <laughs> comedy. This is the point. Will Ferrell hate. <laughs> I like him in some things. He's good in. Uh, he's actually on Eastbound and Down. 
plays I a funny. He plays a funny character on that show. That that's their kind of crew. Um, he's funny in those uh, Night at the Roxbury sketches. You know. Yes, and he's funny in that movie. What is love? He's in that movie. Yes, he is. Well, he's it's based off of an SNL sketch. Yeah, and he's, that movie's funny. It is a pretty funny movie, actually. He's also in that movie Superstar. I don't know why I'm mentioning that because that movie sucks. Superstar. It's that movie about that like we really like nerdy schoolgirl. She's kind of like I don't know, kind of has problems. You know what I'm talking about? Keep explaining it. You just said that <laughs> it's based off like an SNL skit again. Oh, oh, oh my God! Yes, I know that movie. I don't like that movie. No, it's terrible. It's so weird. It's bad. It's such a weird move, like SNL skit. Yeah, that was during that era where they make movies off SNL skits. Yeah, like the Ladies Man. It was right. Anymore. It was like after Wayne's World, but yeah, they definitely don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, who wants to see SNL skits in the movies? The last one. of Last movie that they made that was based off of a SNL skit was McGruber. Oh God! And wasn't that actually like surprisingly good? But like it failed. Some people liked it. Yeah, was it like a cult classic hit? I guess it became one. I never saw it. Neither I. It looked retarded. Like this movie? No, this (laughs) did and was not retarded. No. Um, and then one other weird, like, really weird thing I kind of want to mention is, uh, the tit mug. <laughs> I know, you're just, like, so hung up on that, like, what? Tit but, mugs? But it, it just, like, th- it's a PG-13 movie. It's a movie that should, like, a, should be, like, a family adventure movie. And then I- all of a sudden we go to Danny McBride's gift shop and he's, Pulling out these fucking tit mugs. And he's like, hey, look at this. five ninety five. I know. And then, like, shortly after, he makes a joke about how the, the main Holly is going to get so wet. Yeah. <laughs> but sexism, a, it, more. Yes, more but sexism. it goes to show where I'm telling you, I don't. You think this movie was uh, targeted to kids, and I don't think it was targeted to kids. I don't know who this movie was targeted to. I think towards. it was targeted to 20-year-olds. It shouldn't have been. I think it should have been, and I think it should have been targeted more towards them. I think someone in the studio said, "We got to try to do it for the kids," and that's why we got the PG thir- thirteen shit version. It's got an R rated. I bet the R version was probably better and funnier. I don't, I don't know about that. The jokes in this movie went on way too long. Well, maybe the raunchy ones would have been j- different. They probably had to do different. The jokes raunchy to make humor raunchy. that was in this movie, just I hated. He fucking pours. Oh, he pours. Pee-pee all over him. That was hilarious. And he's just like, ah. Oh, it it was the dumbest thing. He's like, maybe a second dousing will negate the effects. Ah, oh, immediately worse. <laughs> he's like, don't inhale it. Ah. Oh. So dumb. And then it turns out he didn't need to do it at all. Oh, no. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Immediately when he came up with that idea, like, oh, this is going to backfire so we can have some stupid comedic scene and guess what i was right he gets chased around by the t-rexes yes but we also got the cute little romance scene when she sees the miniature she's like oh did you just make this and he's like i did and she's like oh and it's just like i don't know i thought that was i I love their chemistry and their cuteness and i I really like her i think she's really cute she's a she's a decent actress i think she's really adorable in this movie 
The way, like, just her but love I felt of like, Will Ferrell. I felt like her character was kind of bland, and then she had, like, these random moments where she was, like, a, a badass. She would, like, you know, she's when they got cornered by the Slee stack, she's like, oh, yeah. I'm not going down without yeah, a fight. Yeah, because it was over, like, uh, her love of Will Ferrell. No, it just... Uh, sure, fine, whatever. I, I just felt like... Yeah, she's just... She was, again, like an inconsistent character to me. She wasn't very She wasn't very interesting. She was just kind of there. Like, she kind of disappears for a little bit when they're in their little drug trip scene. Yeah, she, she goes, because she's like, I'm not going to sit around watching these three guys in their underwear drug t- trip drugs. Or two and, guys in their and, underwear and a monkey. At other points in the movie. So she goes on an exploration. She never just disappears. At other, no, at other points in the movie, I feel like she gets completely overshadowed by Will Ferrell and his fucking dumb well, he's comedy. the lead of the movie. He's literally the front of the, ca- the, the, the the poster, the book. It says Will Ferrell, starring Will Ferrell. They, they sold this on Will Ferrell. She um, was the there to be pretty what? Nobody and to get the European up. market. I get it, okay? But no one showed up for a lot of your movies. That's true. <laughs> Although I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. I haven't picked a movie that's been like an outright flop yet. But don't worry, we'll. Oh get no, yeah, you did. Which one? Didn't wasn't uh the first one a flop? No, that one was Reservoir one. Dogs. That wasn't. Well, one. I mean, that wasn't like a blockbuster, but it like was a modest sort of indie success. Okay. It got talked. It was talked about. Damn, all my movies have, well. That's weird, yeah. No, my movies haven't done that bad. Not horrible. Wait, what the fuck? This one is probably the biggest bomb, I would say. Uh, Reservoir Dogs was not, box office 2.8, budget 1.9. Okay, everybody, listen to Lee Light. All right. I thought it, okay, yeah, I guess I I was wrong about that. Your Spike Lee movie was a pretty big success. That was six million, and it made thirty-seven, which would have been like whoa. In nineteen eighty-nine, yeah. But then, yeah, my movies. Everybody, we're having a little like money competition right now, and like <laughs> I'm winning. And it doesn't even mm-hmm. like I don't even really care about. No, this. That. But you are right. This is the biggest flop we've watched. This is the only flop we've watched. Yeah. Wait, never mind. No, yeah, it is. It's the only movie that hadn't didn't make at least positive. Right, right. <laughs> which is sad. Yeah, it didn't break. It didn't even break even. It Shut fucking up. just Shut outright up. failed. Shit, <laughs> you kick. And I can Shut see why kick. this movie is a mess. I know, but if it opinion. came out nowadays, or if they could have had the Chinese market back then, they would have made so much Maybe. more money. Maybe. Oh, everyone, listen to my dog cough up in the background. <laughs> um. All right, Lee. Well. I think I know what it's going to be, but let's get your recommendation rating. <laughs> How much? No. <laughs> I would not recommend this movie. So a two? I don't I don't even know if I want to rate it that low because, I mean, there were things in it that were sort of weird and interesting. And I guess not hating it is is, you know, better than hating it. But I was just, yeah, I was just totally confused and baffled, and I didn't know what the goal of this movie was. And Like me and Boogie. Right, I guess. I didn't feel like, th- that movie's not exactly aimless, though. I, I feel felt like it was aimless. I think that movie's like, it's supposed to be about a lifestyle, and these different, this disparate group of characters and their life. And there's no structure. 
Okay, fine. It, mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody has got We're em. wrapping this thing up, so we got won't em. get into an epic discussion about <laughs> the merits of Boogie Nights versus the Land Will Ferrell the movie, Land of the Lost. Um, I'd give it a four out of ten. <laughs> that sounds fair for you. Maybe Since closer to a three than a five. Uh, but okay. <laughs> well, my personal rating for this movie, I would recommend this movie if you like comedies. Um, dumb comedies. And Very dumb. I would give this movie... Well, I gave it a nine. I like I give it a nine. If my personal Okay. All right. Like how much this movie entertains me. Yeah, that's And I would fine. recommend it. I'm um, not hating on you for liking the movie. <laughs> Your eyes are saying differently, buddy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um but so as we're wrapping this up, what uh let's get to the point where uh Lee, what are we watching next week? Uh, well, I decided uh, to go with a different type of movie this time. A lot of the movies I've picked have been sort of like these character pieces, these sort of character, intense, like, thriller, uh, crime drama films. Message. Uh, A lot of films that don't have, like, uh, traditional sort of plot structures like Boogie Nights and Do the Right Thing. They have messages. Right. (laughs) And the movie that I, I'm picking now isn't completely, like, without a message, but uh, I decided to go with uh, an action movie this time. Ooh. One of my favorites. Uh, Robocop, 1987, the original. And this is one uh, of the first movies I've heard that he's going to show me that I'm thinking that I'll probably like it. Because I like that era of movie. And I like yeah. the director. Yeah, when we'll uh, we'll definitely talk more. But about we'll, yeah, that. we'll we'll talk about that more later. Uh, but this is yeah one of my all time. It's actually one of my all time favorite movies, and I think it's actually a little bit more a uh, little bit more clever than what you're uh, you're giving it. Um, yeah, it's more clever than a lot of people think. You know, just because it has a kind of a dumb title, and it's an '80s action movie, and you know, people think. Oh, it's like a Schwarzenegger movie, It's about right? a robot cop that goes around and kills bad guys. <laughs> right. But I think, you know, when you watch the movie, I think you might see that there's a little bit more to it than that. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be uh, next week's film chosen by me. Yeah, Bad. so I hope everyone looks forward to that. Um, as always, please leave a like, comment, and share uh, the podcast. We appreciate all those things. Uh, once again, you can always listen to this podcast on it's not the worst movie ever dot podbean.com. And now finally you can find us on Apple podcasts. Just look up. It's not the worst movie ever. Um, and you'll find us and you'll find all our episodes are up already ready there to listen. I know I've been told that, uh, the Podbean app is a little like confusing to use. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this will help people Enjoy our podcast more and more and reach more people. Yeah. Um, please follow us on our uh, Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever pod. And please follow us on our TikTok uh, at it's not the worst movie ever. Mm-hmm. Um, post daily content on both. Um, yeah. Shameless plug. Follow us. Follow our personal Instagrams. Find that you'll find those in the bio of uh, the the podcast Instagram where you'll also find a link to the podcast on Apple. 
Um, please follow my dog's Instagram, the underscore desert underscore star, and her TikTok, Desert Star Two. Post Ooh. daily content on both. And then maybe one day I'm I'm trying to convince y'all I'm trying to convince this kid everybody to maybe create like a movie TikTok or maybe even a movie Instagram a little bit, but maybe a little f- look to the future of that from Paddock Lee. Well, we'll see uh, what the future of TikTok is going to be. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if it, it's, it becomes a fully American company, then we'll probably definitely see some future Paddock content. Maybe. But um, maybe. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Um. I I had fun. I had fun this week on this episode. I think we had some good conversation. I think the podcast is kind of coming into what it's going to be. A little more clean, a little more less talking over each other. We're kind of like becoming better conversationalists, as Joe Rogan always says. We're learning. Yeah, we're learning, everybody. I mean, this is what? Only episode fucking nine. nine? Yeah, we're only on episode nine, but learning and growing. But That's what it's all about. (laughs) Yep. Everyone, hope you enjoy the uh, enjoy your week and have a fun time listening to this podcast. Don't harass women. Or do? Don't.